Well, welcome to another edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and so glad to have you along today for an Everyone Wednesday. And these are so much fun to do. And actually, our Everyone Wednesday giveaway is going to be a great one because uh, Dr. Steve Brown is going to join me to talk about theology. We're going to talk about laughter and lament and the radical freedom of joy and sorrow. I'll give you a heads up right now. We have three copies of his book to give away. We're going to get into the interview in just a moment. But it's Everyone Wednesday, so everybody who calls is going to win uh, something. Uh, if three winners are going to win a copy of Laughter and Lament by Steve Brown. Uh, but everybody else is going to win something. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Also, remember, we're still giving away tickets for Dennis Wilson's screening of the outstanding documentary called The Baby Boomer Dilemma, Exposing the Retirement System. It's a free screening exclusively for Bottom Line Show listeners Saturday, January 21st. That's a week from this Saturday at uh, the Gem Theater in Garden Grove. Make sure you can get to the Gem Theater in Garden Grove at 1130 a.m. if you want these tickets. Um, 800-696-9970 is the number for Wilson Financial. 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. Or when you call us here at the bottom line, say, hey, I would like information about the free Dennis Wilson movie on Saturday, January 21st. And well, let's see, it's Wednesday, so it'll be Crystal or Todd, uh, which means it'll be Crystal. And we'll give you the information that you're looking for. So free movie tickets for everybody who wants them for the Dennis Wilson screening of the Baby Boomer Dilemma movie on Saturday, January 21st. And we have three copies of Steve Brown's book to give away today on Everyone Wednesday. So just give us a call. If you've had a tough week and you want to win something, we're the pl we're here for you. We got you. 800-227-5278 is the number to call. Hey, uh, our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom have been spending a good amount of time working on some of the cases that have found their way up to the uh, uh, the Supreme Court and you know the, the the high court gets hit every year with thousands of requests as to you know which cases they should actually you know uh, be taking on and one of the things that I appreciate about those who actually get to the point where a case would actually come their way um, is the you know maybe 80 of these cases of the thousands that get in there wind up uh, finding their way into uh, <laughs> the Supreme Court docket. The Christian Post recently just did a, a review of four of what they think are the most important cases that will hit the Supreme Court this year. And this is something for us to be praying about, but also for us to be paying close attention about. Um, one of the cases is um, a case involving Students for Fair Admissions, Incorporated, it's a group, versus the University of North Carolina and also st Students for Fair Admissions Incorporated versus the President and Fellows at Harvard College. This is litigation that centers on admission policies of these two schools that include race as one of the parameters for student acceptance. Now, there are lots of different reasons why a school would, a university would take on all these uh, different cases. But especially in the case of Harvard University, they found a number of Asian students, for example, found out that they were being discriminated against because of their race. It's like they had the resources, they had the dollars, they had everything um, to, um, to, to be accepted into the school. But because there were too many Asian students or there weren't enough others, um, it, they didn't think it was fair to let too many of those students into schools. And so now there's a kind of, it's kind of a reverse uh, affirmative action type of case. Um, it's interesting that the, in the case of uh, uh, 
the University of North Carolina, uh, newest Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson can actually take part in that one. She had recused herself from the Harvard case because she had been involved in the debate over the admissions policy before she became a member of the Supreme Court. So uh, basically, th this if you look at Grutter versus Bollinger, 2003, uh, it was a five to four decision that upheld the University of Michigan Law School policy that used race as one of the many factors in admission. Um, but if you look at where we are now here in 2023, you begin to realize that maybe, just maybe, we're sending the wrong message to our society if we continue to use that as a basis for admission. So that is one of the cases that involves uh, University of North Carolina as well as Harvard and uh, others. Now, the case of 303 Creative, this is the one we've been talking about here. Lori Smith uh, is the proprietor of 303 Creative right here in Denver area. And she filed a pre-enforcement challenge to Colorado's Anti-Discrimination Act back in 2016. A pre-enforcement challenge basically means, hey, look, I know what the state position is here. I have not begun to engage in this type of business activity yet, but I want to file now, before I start doing business, that to make sure that I have protections that are enforceable for my religious beliefs. A couple of photographers have done this, some wedding uh, bakery places and uh, have also done it. Basically, if you, if you haven't heard the story, uh, 303 Creative is a company that designs websites. And they've done all sorts of websites for all different types of people. If you have gotten married recently, or maybe you have a child or a grandchild who's gotten married recently, you've seen a huge boom in the number of, or boon, I guess it both apply, uh, in organizations that actually take up and will make a website for the wedding, for the couple. Uh, when Lisa and I got married back in uh, late 2019, there was a company called The Knot, K-N-O-T, that uh, helped us create our own little uh, website. It, it's just kind of an easier way of tracking information about where you're registered for gift giving, where you're going on your honeymoon, uh, information about the wedding. And it's usually available just to the people who are invited to the wedding, of course. Well, 303 Creative has done websites. They started getting into these, uh, this kind of uh, you know marriage website type of planning business as well. And Lori Smith said, look, I'm a Christian. I believe that marriage is defined in the Bible, and I don't want to be forced by uh, someone who steps outside of my belief system to create a website for their wedding. Now, I, uh, this pre-enforcement challenge was directly aimed at Colorado's Anti-Discrimination Act. A three-judge panel in the U.S. Court of Appeals ruled against her in July of 2021, 10th Circuit Court. The majority concluded, quote, Colorado has a compelling interest in protecting both the dignity interests of members of marginalized groups and their material interest in accessing the commercial marketplace. Now, before we go any further here, can I point out the obvious? The obvious is there are scores of businesses that would be more than happy to help the number of gay couples in Colorado who want to create these websites. The issue here is not, that this is where totalitarian government, it's very, very important for us to identify. If there were one web designer in all of Colorado who did this, and she said, I'm going to discriminate against gay couples, that would be a whole, a completely different issue. As it stands right now, when Jack Phillips had his case with Masterpiece Cake Shop in Aurora, there were three other bakeries within walking distance if you've been to that, that shop, that, well, it's not really a mini mall, but that strip mall area, you know Masterpiece Cake Shop, if you're facing the front door of Masterpiece, 
you turn left, you can see another bakery that has said, we'll take the gay customers. We, we, we don't care. And it's not like Jack Phillips did not serve gay customers. Jack Phillips said, I cannot create a wedding cake artistically designed to celebrate yours. You can buy the cake and design it yourself if you want to. He was victorious 7-2 to in the Supreme Court. So the Tenth Circuit Court ruled against Lori Smith. Uh, when This is what uh, Circuit Judge Mary Beck Briscoe wrote for the majority. When regulating commercial entities like appellants, uh, public accommodations laws help ensure a free and open economy. Thus, although the commercial nature of the appellants' businesses does not diminish their speech interest, it does provide Colorado with a state interest absent when regulating non-commercial activity. Um, the, the one, the judge who wrote the, the, uh, the dissent, uh, this is Judge Timothy Timovkovich, who was appointed by George W. Bush, by the way. Uh, he said, the Constitution protects Ms. Smith from the government telling her what to say or do, but the majority takes the remarkable and novel stance that the government may force her to produce messages that violate her conscience. In doing so, the majority concludes not only that Colorado has a compelling interest in forcing Ms. Smith to speak a government-approved message against her religious beliefs, but also that its public accommodation law is the least restrictive means of accomplishing this goal. No case has ever gone this far. I'm glad the Supreme Court has taken it up. Our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom are handling the charge. Kristen Wagoner, who is now the president of Alliance Defending Freedom, argued the case for Lori Smith before the Supreme Court back in the first week in December. We'll have a final ruling on that coming up later this year, uh, sometime probably in May or June, unless the left wants to leak it out. Um, and she's got some good precedent here, I think, that, uh, that really do, does work to her advantage. But I... I <laughs> You've heard me talk about this before, and I'm going to continue to talk about this uh, because we're very grateful for our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom and the fact that they have taken this unique stance to, I mean, for, they've, been, they've been handling these cases for decades. They're the longest uh, running uh, organization fighting religious, for religious freedom here in the United States. They do it all pro bono. Lori Smith is not paying Alliance Defending Freedom anything to defend her. They rely on our contributions. And that's why I can't stress enough how important it is uh, for you as a bottom line listener, for us as bottom line listeners, to go to CrawfordMediaGroup.net, look for the Alliance Defending Freedom banner, and click it and make a donation. A $50 donation, a $100 donation. You can make a recurring donation. I, I like to say sometimes the best uh, donation you can make is look at our call letters. And look at our frequency. So if you listen on KBRT, make it a $74 donation. If you listen on KNSN, uh, make it a $12 or $12.40 or $124. Um, KLDC, you could do the math there. But when you make a donation to Alliance Defending Freedom, you're going to help support people like Lori Smith, your Christian sister in the Lord who has a business, who preemptively said, look, I will serve gay customers for building their websites, but when it comes to a gay couple doing a same-sex quote-unquote wedding that violates my deeply and sincerely held religious beliefs, I'm not going to do the, the, the job. And I don't believe she should have to. So CrawfordMediaGroup.net, look for the banner that says Alliance Defending Freedom. Go ahead and click the banner and make a tax-deductible donation today to help Lori Smith and others fight their cases. If it's easier, uh, just pick up the phone and call 877 877- Three six seven six four six one. That's eight seven seven three six seven sixty four sixty one. And make a tax deductible donation uh, on behalf of Lori Smith or any of the other cases that you see at ADFLegal.org. 
um, to go ahead and, and make that designation. We'll take a quick break, and as we continue, all the joys and the sorrows of life, the ups and downs, the highs and lows. Why is it that we acknowledge these things happening in the world, but as Christians, we're totally free in Christ. Our debt has been forgiven. Our sins have been paid for forever, and you have new life in Christ that gets better and better every day. Oftentimes, we look at that and say we mark that new life in Christ with the joy that we experience. But sometimes sadness comes into your life that actually can even bring more freedom. Uh, Dr. Steve Brown, a noted Bible teacher, wonderful scholar, and a fantastic vocal presentation. By the way, you're going to love Steve's voice if you've never heard him before. Uh, has written a book on this subject about the kind of up and down of our faith. It's called Laughter and Lament, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And by the way, it's Everyone Wednesday. We're giving away three copies of this book today, and you get first dibs. 800-227-5278, the number to get you through to the bottom line. Steve Brown, coming up next as the bottom line continues. One of the greatest gifts that we can give to an expectant mother is the gift of the first picture she'll ever have of her son or daughter in the womb. That comes through an ultrasound, and our friends at Preborn have an opportunity for us to make more of these ultrasounds a reality. Every time you give a donation of $28 to Preborn, that means one more ultrasound can take place. But how about giving enough money for an ultrasound machine? The cost is $15,000. It's a sizable investment. But every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts at least 10 years. Now take that cost $15,000 and divide that by 2,500. Okay, now you begin to see how the cost per ultrasound goes down even more once we have more ultrasound machines to donate into preborn clinics. Make a donation right now to preborn. It's completely tax deductible, and every penny, every dollar you donate right now is going to the purchase of an ultrasound machine. 833-850-BABY is the number to call, 833-850-2229, or go to kbrightradio.com. That's K-B-R-I-T-E radio.com. Click on the banner for Preborn and make your best donation right now. $25, $50, $100, it all counts towards saving babies' lives. kbrightradio.com. Hit the Preborn banner right now. Special guest joining me today here on The Bottom Line to talk about a topic that we don't always get into in the church. I mean, we, we like to be happy, we like to be filled with joy, but we don't necessarily talk about the other side of the equation, too. And joining me for a conversation on that is a man who's written a book about this, Dr. Steve Brown, radio broadcaster, a Bible teacher, theologian, has written a brand new book called Laughter and Lament, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Dr. Steve Brown, welcome back to The Bottom Line Show. Hey, Roger, thank you uh, for having me. Well, thank you. And thank everyone knows, okay, that's Steve Brown. That this <laughs> I, I, I hate to, to keep harping on this every time we talk. This is your real voice. It's not like you slip. It's like <laughs> Thurl Ravenscroft when he did Tony the Tiger. That's really thorough the way he would speak. And this is, this is the voice God blessed you with and has for many, many years. You know, this video thing has really messed it up. Most people thought before they saw what I looked like that I was kind of the Marlboro man or something. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, one lady said at a conference where I was speaking that she had to come told one of my staff people because I wanted to see what he looked like. My staff person <laughs> said, well, she said I was greatly disappointed. Oh. So, uh, Roger, God put this voice in this body and thought it was funny. 
And I have <laughs> never forgiven God for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also gave you his sense of humor too. And we really appreciate your wit and your insight. Let's talk about this. I mean, the world that we're living in is crazy. It's just, it's broken. Obviously we've known that as Christians for a while. And that's the reason why we have a, a savior because we need a healing from the brokenness. But joy and sorrow are still a part of everyday life. And it seems like many Christians get a A's to A pluses in the laughter part. But when it comes to lament, we look at it like, get it off me. I don't, I don't want it anywhere near me. Talk about why it's so important for us to not avoid the sorrowful part and the lamenting well, part. Well, it's, it's uh, important not to avoid it because the scripture is so filled with it. From lamentations to the Psalms of lament, uh, God not only calls us to be honest before him with our pain, mm. with our hurt and our loss and even our sin, uh, we're called to lament all of that. And not only that, God gives us the words to do that. Mm. And that sounds like this book is a really, really downer. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. the other side of that, the God in whose image we are created, is also a god of laughter. The trees dance, the joy that it's expressed, sometimes it's derision. But this is a god who delights in his creation and sings over his people. And we miss, if we miss the laughter, we miss the freedom. Mm. If we miss the lament, lament, we miss the freedom too. And so this is just a book and there's nothing new in it. Um, that I try to point out how the scripture calls us to be who we are. When we hurt, uh, the scripture says that God keeps our tears in his bottle. There's an old Jewish prayer that says, thou art great and we are small. Thou art infinite and we are finite. Thou art eternal and we tarry but just a little while. But with all of thy greatness, Thou dost bend down low and listen to the sound of our tears as they strike the ground. Mm, mm. That is beautiful. And for Christians, it's more than that. Not only does he listen to the sound of our tears, he has joined us in time and space and mingled his tears with ours. Mm. That's an important insight and a biblical insight. And, uh, you know, you know, Roger, I've been a preacher longer than most of our viewers and listeners have been alive. And I've buried more babies and cleaned up after more suicides and listened to more confessions than I even remember anymore. And I, and I recognize that we live in a fallen world, Amen. that there is great pain. There are people listening to us right now who have broken hearts. Don't hide that. Don't hide it from your brothers and sisters in Christ, but certainly don't hide it from, tell God you don't like it. Right. Tell him this hurts really bad. And if you love me, this wouldn't be happening. Be honest before God and you'll sense a freedom you haven't seen before. Mm. And then sometimes laugh at a funeral. You know, Roger, <laughs> I've never been to a funeral, a Christian funeral there wasn't laughter, right. not even one time. And that laughter is a part of it too, because his joy feels 
I've spoken these things to you. And Jesus said that right after he said some pretty horrible things. Mm -hmm. I've said these things to you that my joy may be in you and your joy may be full. Mm. Steve Brown is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. We are enjoying a conversation about laughter and lament, which is the title of his brand new book, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. And when you mentioned laughing at a funeral, I had to chuckle simply because of a fond, bittersweet memory of mine with a guy who was a mentor to me and he passed away unexpectedly. We didn't know he had cancer. He didn't either. So it really kept on, crept up on him quickly. And the day of the service, his wife, who was just the sweetest woman, was sitting in the sanctuary. It was raining that day. And she was looking outside at the rain. And I came up and I put my arm around her. I said, Betty, I'm so sorry that it's raining today. And she looked at me and she had a big smile on her face and tears in her eyes. And she said, oh, no, Jean would have loved this. We love the rain. And she began to tell me about how every time it would yeah. rain, they would drop what they were doing, get in the car and drive around in it. They like to splash. It was so wonderful. And she said, it's like God brought this rainstorm just for us. Oh, man. That's and I so thought, cool. isn't that because it's kind of what you're talking about in terms of there is yeah. laughter, but there is lament. There is freedom in experiencing the joy and experiencing sorrow. And you have a chapter in your book, uh, Dr. Brown, that I'd love you to talk about because part of the reason why it seems like more and more people are experiencing a lot more sorrow and not benefiting from it, you call control the mother of all addictions. Can you help us understand why our control issues sometimes can keep us from actually having some good grief? I can, uh, I can speak to this because I'm an expert, uh, mm. control freak. And I, mm. and, uh, I grew up the son of an alcoholic and with all that means. And every time I lost control, I got hurt. Mm. And so I learned to try to control things like my tears and my pain and my broken heart and even my laughter and my jokes. I had to be careful about that too. And all of a sudden, I find myself worshiping a God who says, Brown, you're my child, and I love you. Let it hang out. You don't have to control anything. I'm in control. You're not, so let it go. There's an old story, Roger, about a man in India who had all of his earthly belongings in a suitcase, and he was taking a train across the continent. And he had to stay away because there were thieves on that train. And about two o'clock in the morning, he slipped off and drifted into a nap for about 30 seconds. When he opened his eyes, the suitcase was gone. And then he sat back in his chair and he said, thank heavens. Now I can get some sleep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's mm. where we are now. We can get some sleep. We don't have to be God. When we join the church, we announce to the world that we're sinners and we're flawed and we're marginalized and we hurt. Uh, we don't have to defend anything. We don't have to be God. And that's a wonder. Have you ever seen a child fall? And when the father or mother picks them up, they don't cry until they're safe in their parents' arms. Mm, mm -hmm. And then they wail. Yeah. That's, that's it. Uh, we're safe in his arms and we can wail and cry. And one of the old Puritan uh, divines was overheard praying, Lord, let me tell you a joke I just heard. And uh, God knew the joke. 
<laughs> but he loved the laughter of this kid who would tell him of it. I tell you, I grew up, our kids grew up telling me knock-knock jokes, and mm -hmm. I hate knock-knock yeah. jokes. <laughs> but I love my kids, and yes. I love their laughter when they would tell them, and God does too. Yes, I love that. Dr. Steve Brown is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. His brand-new book is called Laughter and Lament, The Radical of Freedom, the excuse me, The Radical of Freedom of Joy and Sorrow. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. More of this conversation in just a moment as The Bottom Line continues. Life insurance will never replace the person you love, but that money can help you get through life when it feels impossible. When your life insurance claim is denied while you're already dealing with so much, you need someone on your side. Stephanie Cover of Coverlaw used to work for the insurance companies. She challenges and understands the way insurance companies think. Hire Stephanie to file a life insurance appeal while everything is still fresh in your mind. Don't let the insurance company get away with greedy behavior while you're in mourning. Stephanie Cover will do everything in her power to get you the financial protection which was promised to you as a beneficiary of the policy. The money from the life insurance proceeds can supplement your income so you can support yourself throughout the process of bereavement. Save Stephanie's number or call her now at 877-214-4935. That's 877-214-4935. Or you can fill out a contact form at kbrightradio.com slash coverlaw. Stephanie Cover, she knows the other side. Welcome back to this Everyone Wednesday edition of the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh. We are at the midpoint of my conversation with Steve Brown. Uh, talking, you love that voice, right? Man, why... Who wouldn't, what we wouldn't give to have that deep set of pipes like Steve Brown does. Um, the book is called Laughter and Lament, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com, and we have not one, not two, but three copies of the book to give away. 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278, 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Give Crystal a call, uh, and, you know, just for fun. Uh, give her your best Steve Brown impersonation when you call, right? See how low you get. I'm Steve Brown. I, I can't even get close. But I would love to. I, something tells me the best Steve Brown impersonation is definitely going to win a copy of this book. But when you think about the freedom in Christ that we have, and oftentimes how we put that smile on and say, you know, turn your frown upside down. If you're a Christian, you should always be smiling and having fun. Um, Sometimes the radical freedom we have in Christ is just to lament the really sad parts, to see where God maybe brought some growth. If you've ever gone to the doctor and they say, okay, got good news and bad news, your nose is kind of tweaked or whatever. And so the good news is I can fix your nose. I can make it grow back stronger and healthier and, and, and improve your breathing the whole shot. The bad news is I have to break it first and reset it so it can grow back properly. You know, that's a huge part of the medical profession sometimes is re-breaking or creating more pain, if you will, a little more suffering. But sometimes in the sorrow of losing a relationship, losing a job, losing a loved one, we actually experience new freedom in Christ. So don't back away from the lamenting part of laughter and lament. This new book by Steve Brown outlines why that's so important to do. 800-227-5278 gets you through for the giveaway for the three Steve Brown books we are giving away today here on The Bottom Line Show. We'll take a quick break and we'll be come back. The conclusion of my conversation with Steve Brown about laughter and lament and the radical freedom of joy and sorrow. It's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. 
Dr. Steve Brown is my guest today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh. Laughter and Lament, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow is the brand new book. We have a link for that book up at thebottomlineshow.com. Steve Brown, theologian, author, radio broadcaster, podcaster. Are you TikToking yet, Dr. Steve Brown? Have you gotten- No, your... I don't do social media. No, I, no. <laughs> I just want people to leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> the man of God who's leading people to Christ, but they, hey, go to him, not to me, right? Because that's basically <laughs> right. your, that's your appeal. Hey, in the book, Laughter and Lament, I love the fact that you're, you're encouraging us to step into this, uh, the joy and sorrow part and find that freedom and just saying, Let, let's get into all of it. There are a lot of people right now, we mentioned social media and the fact that we're actually on terrestrial radio and on, also on a social media platform with myhopenow.com. But there are a lot of people who are feeling like they're a lot more engaged in conversation. They're part of the political dialogue. They're part of the economic forum, et cetera, et cetera, because they have a social media page. But deep down, they're really painfully lonely. So You've true. seen an uptick in the number of people who are lonely. You probably hear from them with your ministry work. I do. So, Talk about talk about that. You call this the, the curse of loneliness that sounds like it's a byproduct of not properly processing laughter and lament. Exactly. Uh, we're lonely when we don't in identify with others who are lonely, yeah. who have pain. And even with Jesus, who was lonely and who had pain. Jesus wasn't lonely, so we wouldn't be lonely. He was lonely as we are lonely. And... Mm -hmm. In his loneliness, we find our helper. And uh, in our efforts to control, uh, to be seen as together, as being a part of the cool kids, all of that is so sick. And it makes us sick. And the call of the Bible is God loves you. He's not angry at you if you're a part of his people. Um and uh, in that, there is great freedom. I the, the most honest time of, I'm an early riser. Uh, my friends say it's my sin. If I would sin less, I'd sleep better. And they may be right, but uh, I'm an early riser and I'm a man of prayer. And if you ever walked into my study when I was praying, you might think it was prayer because sometimes I'm on my face on the floor. And sometimes I'm playing solitaire, but always I'm standing before a God who accepts me without question. My tears, my laughter, my quirkiness, my loneliness. Uh, and I, this sounds so spiritual and pietistic. It even makes me wince to say it, <laughs> but I couldn't survive without that time. Mm. Uh, with him and the freedom that gives me. Yeah. You know, I think about the loneliness. I think about uh, you know, the absence of inter interpersonal relationship. You talk about the sound of silence in this book, Laughter and Lament, and, and that's a whole separate conversation. You have at the start, the, these chapters on life is hard and then life. And, and I love it. It's almost kind of like a beatitude type of thing in terms of <laughs> life is hard. Then you die. Life is hard. Then yeah. you get angry. Life's hard. You repent. And then you laugh. Talk about how that helps us to frame what you're uh, discussing here, because it, we could easily say, okay, well, Steve Brown says, get up at four o'clock in the morning, play solitaire and call oh. it prayer. And that's not, <laughs> not exactly what you're talking about at all, but kind of maybe put some, uh, some muscle on these bones here, if you would. Well, I, um, uh, it's, 
actually it's it's the the art of facing it all because god ordained it all and then facing it with other people we were talking about loneliness the reason we're so lonely is because nobody ever says to us you too i didn't know right right um in fact we ought to live a life that surprises us certainly our brothers and sisters and certainly the world when they say you too and as soon as they say you too uh, something happens and the loneliness begins to back off there's a guy by the name of Gerard. I don't know a thing about him. He's not a Christian. It wasn't a Christian book, but it was called a transparent self. And he said, the way you deal with getting friends who are real friends. Have you heard the comment that a friend will forgive you if you kill somebody, but a real friend will help you bury the body. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Heard well, that. The key to having friends is trading off pieces of one's soul. Mm. And you can't do that if you don't know you're acceptable by the God who created you. But Very once true. you know that, then I can tell you anything about me. And you'll say you too. And then you'll trade off some of your soul. And pretty soon we're going to be standing around the campfire and warming ourselves in each other's presence. Mm. Loneliness is hard, and I know that it is. And it's hard for people like us. You and I are religious professionals, mm -hmm. you know, and there are just certain things we can't do or go or say, and that makes us very lonely. Mm -hmm. I have 4,000 pastors on our mailing list, and I spend a lot of time with them. And that's a lonely road until they discover that they're acceptable. Right. And then they're free to cry and to laugh and to dance and sing. Um, and God gave us that gift. Hmm. Beautiful words of encouragement and exhortation from Dr. Steve Brown today here on The Bottom Line. Laughter and Lament, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow is the name of the book. Nothing but five-star ratings at Amazon.com, by the way. I know that was your main goal in writing this book, was to get nothing but five-star ratings. Is, <laughs> is that accurate, Steve? Maybe, maybe not. I've never checked that, but listen, because <laughs> I've got some people that don't like me at all. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's how you know you're doing it right. Um, we've got a couple minutes left in our conversation and there's someone who's hearing this conversation right now, this dialogue and saying, gosh, I hadn't really thought of laughter and lament as part of, you know, essentially two sides of the same coin or different sides. Uh, help us understand moving forward, why the cure for loneliness is, is being able to embrace this, to, to, to understand what, how do we get to that free at last, free at last, thank the Lord, I'm free at last moment in this conundrum. It's you risk in little ways, and then they get to be bigger ways. Hmm. First, you need to know that I'm more religious than you are, and I've been doing this all my life. I've read all the books. I've been to all the places, and I'm not going to lie to you. If you want to know the truth, listen to an old guy, because he doesn't care. <laughs> right. And so, uh, so I'm telling you the truth. God likes you just the way you are. Uh, he's not surprised by your loneliness or your loss or what people say about you. And you can be 
totally open and honest, using the words of scripture, the words of lament and joy before him. And then like that old Gaither song, I can, I'm loved, I'm loved, now I can love you. Hmm. I'm loved, I'm loved, <clears throat> now I can be honest with you about the jokes that I like and the tears that I shed. Lovely. It is lovely. And when I think of the Gaither music that's had such a huge impact, I mean, see, I am old enough, you know, to remember <laughs> when the, when Bill and Gloria really first hit on the scene. But that's one of the things I loved about how freeing his lyrics were. He and Gloria wrote those really great songs. And I think it was Carmen who was telling me one time back in my Christian music days, he said, you know, the thing I, I learned from Bill Gaither is his song titles, the themes or whatever, he said, you're either going to shout it with the loudest voice from the highest mountain, or you're going to whisper it with the most intense stage whisper around <laughs> because it's so powerful. And those are the two most effective ways to communicate. And I'm thinking to myself, as you're sharing that lyric, and as we're talking about laughter and lament, Steve Brown, uh, you have to be completely free in your faith. You have to be yeah. completely free in what you express to be able to have that kind of confidence to say that that's those are both at the core of who we are as Christians. And it's, it's, it's such an encouragement. Take the last 60 seconds of our time together and give us an example of what a healthy lament looks like. You can go to the Psalms of lament. Uh, they're gut-wrenching. Uh, they're honest. Uh, they're tearful. They are sometimes wailing. Go to the book of Lamentations or go to the psalms of lament and let god give you the words you'll find yourself there but go also to jesus uh, and the joy that he gives you know we separate joy and happiness i don't know if the bible does that much hmm. uh, happiness and joy have similarities to them and both of them laugh do you know how you can tell and this is the end i know we're out of time but you know how you can tell if Jesus is in church mm. by listening to the laughter of the redeemed. Mm. If there's no laughter. Jesus leaves the building. Mm. And I might say if there are no tears, he leaves mm -hmm. too. Mm. Boy, that that's powerful. And pastors who are listening right now and lay leaders too, uh, use that as a barometer as to whether or not you stuck the message uh, <laughs> this coming weekend. That's for sure. <laughs> Dr. Steve Brown, the book is called Laughter and Lament, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. We'll be giving away a couple of copies in just a moment. But first, let me say uh, thank you to Dr. Brown for the great ministry that you've shared with us over the many years, but especially here during the past half hour. Thanks Roger, for being with us. you are a delight. Thank you for having me. I love being with you. Ah, what a great conversation about a tough subject, but an important subject. My thanks again to Steve Brown uh, for the book, Laughter and Lament, The Radical of radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow. We have a link for the book up at thebottomlineshow.com. We have three copies of this book to give away. And of course, it's Everyone Wednesday. So let's keep Crystal busy. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. And the reason I said let's keep Crystal busy, of course, is Crystal's who answers the phones on Everyone Wednesday. So uh, 800-227-5278. You know, I, I was listening to a message from a pastor the other day. And he comes from a denomination that I will not mention. But I will say that just about every pastor who is part of this denomination uses this style of preaching. 
And I was watching another clip not too long ago of a pastor in the Pentecostal uh, community back from the 50s and 60s, you know, that kind of hellfire and brimstone type of preaching of the word. And I realized that, you know, there are different personalities and different styles of presenting gospel truth to people. But, you know, I, I, I couldn't help but notice how much of it seemed cultural rather than spiritual. It was, okay, this is the way we get this kind of message across in this society, so I'm going to have an angry face and pound on the table. Well, I don't think Jesus took the foot off the brakes when it came to, uh, or, or, or <laughs> he didn't pump the brakes and take his foot off the gas when it came to the Pharisees. He was very, very deliberate with them, you know, who were Jew Jewish and, and knew the law and had the Messiah right in front of them and couldn't recognize him. But when it comes to a culture where we are right now, I mean, sometimes I get the feeling that if you just kind of present the eyes glazed over, big smile on your face, happy, clappy, all the time type of Christianity, you're not really presenting the whole story. I mean, the, the essence of the gospel is forgiveness of sin. The essence of the good news of Jesus Christ, the good news is you're a sinner, I'm a sinner, we live in a sinful fallen world, and without a savior, we are condemned to hell to separation from God. We're enemies of his because of sin. The good news is there's a solution for that. The good news is that Jesus Christ died to pay the penalty for your sin and for my sin. And if we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead so that sin didn't kill him, because our sin will kill us, we'll live eternally in death, in torment, apart from Christ. But thanks be to God that the blood of Jesus Christ not only washes clean our sin, so that it's no longer there, but it also pays the penalty. God deals in blood sacrifices. That goes back to Adam and Eve and the killing of the first animal to create the skins for them to wear in the garden, to cover their nakedness and ashamedness and ostensibly to cover their guilt without purifying it, purifying them of it. But the blood of Jesus does something physical human blood can't do. If you've ever gotten blood on a garment, it cannot really just come out. It doesn't clean anything. And yet the blood of Jesus washes your heart and soul clean from the effects of sin and pays the penalty for that sin. It has double action there too. As you grow in your knowledge with the Lord, as you grow stronger in the sanctification process, you will experience tremendous joy and deep lament and regret. But if you read the words of the psalmist, you'll find that lament is basically where worship begins. You don't come to church on Sunday morning feeling good and then the band's kicking it and there and then you oh yeah here I go and I and I, I take my high and make it even better. Where real worship begins is when you are at your absolute lowest point, when it's not working, when you're crying out to God and pounding on his chest, that's where your real worship begins. And you could experience as much radical freedom and joy as you can in sorrow. And that's the whole point of Dr. Steve Brown's book, Laughter and Lament, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow, which we have up at thebottomlineshow.com and we're giving away copies of today. 800-227-5278. 800-227-5278. 800 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Hey, let's take a quick break. And when we come back... Um, one of California's uh, crazy laws that's going into effect soon uh, gives us 
a reason for uh, pause and reflection on especially what's happening with the crazy weather we've had here on the West Coast. Let's talk about that coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Well, Dennis Wilson is with me today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Marsh, 800-696-9970 or go to wilson-financial.com. There are a lot of people who have been really taking a bath when it comes to stocks this year, stock market off 25% in some segments, but yet you have a new program that's really designed to help somebody in that situation earn some of that loss back. It's obviously designed to do exactly that. It's a very limited offer on a 16% guaranteed return on your account in an account that in the next two years can never go down. It is a great vehicle to help people who have lost money because of the way the market is. But there is a time limit, is there not, Dennis Wilson? People have to act now. The 4th of January, you have an additional, I think, 30 or 60 days to get the funds in because some of these IRA accounts take a while to move. But yes, the initial application and declaration that you want to start the account needs to be signed by 1423. Well, this is a golden opportunity. Go to wilson-financial.com, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. My thanks again to Dr. Steve Brown for joining us for the past half hour here on the Bottom Line Show. And if you're listening to us on KCBC, of course, you caught the second half of my conversation with Steve Brown. You'll be hearing the rest of this either on Bottom Line Show Extra tonight at 7 or on the Bottom Line Rewind tomorrow at 1030 and, well, actually, you won't because tomorrow at 1030 you'll be hearing the National Crawford Roundtable podcast where we have a fascinating conversation about the revelation from the White House yesterday, as a matter of fact, that, oh, by the way, remember that raid on Mar-a-Lago with Donald Trump and all the files that he had and he was hiding things and going to set off World War III and now we've got him, perp walk, just, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, come to find out that not the same number of files, but President Biden had the same thing in his library. It's a whole can of worms that we will get into tomorrow on the National Crawford Roundtable podcast. We had a great recording of it today, earlier this morning. And if you are a subscriber to NCR, uh, you've already got it. I think it should be up by now. Um, Or you can watch it on myhopenow.com once they get all the video in, including that guy on the West Coast who always has problems with his GoPro. But anyway, um, so just check out National Crawford Roundtable podcast. Um, Dr. Steve Brown's book, Laughter and Lament, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow is up at thebottomlineshow.com. We've got three different copies of that book to give away here on Everyone Wednesday, and everybody who calls is going to win something. 800-227-5278, is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Um, storm update, and I'm hoping and praying that you have not been negatively impacted by this. There has been a lot of rain here on the West Coast. It's primarily in central and northern California. Our listeners in uh, uh, L.A., Orange County, San Bernardino, Riverside, uh, San Diego, not getting it nearly as bad as Santa Barbara and San Francisco. Of course, Governor Newsom declared a state of emergency. Um, the death tolls around 17. There's about 200,000 people without power. Now, to be fair, um, this is a, obviously it's a tragedy to have all the waters, you know, and of course, all the there's a picture on foxnews.com of uh, a home, a couple of homes on Thornton Road in Merced, you know, the waters up to the windows, you know, and uh, we've heard about people without power. There are 40 million people in the People's Republic of California, 200,000 homes and businesses without power. Um, you know, that's a huge amount, but is it that, you know, is it that catastrophic? Now, of course, part of the what the where the media wants to take you is then the potential for worse. Devastating floods, sinkholes, barrages, et cetera, et cetera. I'll be honest with you. 
the fact that it's funny governor newsom t- tweeted out mega droughts wildfires historic floods and atmospheric rivers the whiplash weather is not an anomaly california is proof that the climate crisis is real and we have to take it seriously okay well you can a lot of the fires that are happening aren't necessarily wildfires they are sparks coming off of pg and e transform transponders that hit brush that because of environmental laws uh hasn't been cut back i mean there obviously we need to care for the environment we need to care for the that reality but the the whole climate change thing sometimes gets way too political um we had some interesting weather was it last night or whatever right around the tower for kcbc with the lightning and the winds whipping like crazy and you know uh, to the point where jim wells our operations manager for kcbc has spent the past couple days at the studio kind of living at the station uh, just to make sure the transmitter stays up and you know does whatever and and we've been able to do so with what i understand from rather nominal uh, interruption of broadcasting so jim thank you for the great work that you're doing and and father we commit to you we uh, we are grateful for the the rain that's coming as it helps replenish areas where that have been impacted by the drought but we also know too that in areas where there was burn uh and fires driven away the vegetation that uh, sometimes we're not prepared for that rain and we pray that you would help our listeners in those areas that are impacted by mudslides and flooding uh to have a better foothold as to what's going on and please hold and sustain them and father i pray also that the record rainfall that we've seen in some cases uh, cities are getting a month's worth of what they would typically get rainfall wise in a day or a day and a half Uh, help our political leaders to be mindful of the fact that we've not built a new water storage system in the in the people's republic of california since 1979 we don't have reservoirs when you send the rains that you bless us with we don't have any way of storing them here in this kind of desert like ocean like experience that we have father i pray that you'd compel the hearts and minds of the men and women in the california state assembly in the california state senate to propose that legislation to get these reservoirs built you've given us the technology you've given us the resources father please help us to use them and to use wisdom we ask all these things in jesus precious and powerful name amen Hey, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, some final thoughts on floods and Supreme Court laws and joy and sorrow and laughter and lament in God's economy. All coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. Welcome back to this edition of The Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marsh, and please continue to pray uh, for our friends who are in the heavy storm areas. Uh, I've been getting a lot of pings from people saying, how you doing? How you holding out? And it's like, you know, I spent most of uh, yesterday late afternoon after the show and into the evening with my folks in uh, their place in Lake Forest, and we got a little bit of drizzle, but I took my dad out to do some shopping for some things that he needed. He's almost 90 years old and walks with a walker, and he was doing fine in the weather. So uh, from Southern California, anyway, it doesn't seem to be too bad. Most of the heavy, heavy rains are kind of in the mountain areas, and the news will show you those places where Elk Grove or the levee broke and the woman got trapped in her car or whatever. But let's please keep looking to what's really actually happening here. And, uh, you know, pay closer attention to the things that we need to pay closer attention to. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left for you to get your call in for a copy of Steve Brown's book. Uh, it's called uh, Joy and Sorrow. We've got a link for it up at thebottomlineshow.com. After it's laugh, Laughter and Lament is the title, The Radical Freedom of Joy and Sorrow. And we've got three copies to give away here on this Every One Wednesday. 800-227-5278. 
800-227-5278 is the number to get you through to the bottom line. Everyone wins. We've got three copies of Steve Brown's book to give away. We also have tickets for the special screening for Dennis Wilson's uh, presentation of the documentary called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. If you're a baby boomer or Generation Xer and you're in retirement or about to get into retirement, you need to know how the retirement systems work, how your pension works, how 401ks and IRAs work, and why they might become the ticking tax time bomb that Dennis Wilson often warns about and what solutions you can get. Now, you can get tickets for this special screening, January 21st, 1130 a.m., nice matinee at the classic old school Gem Theater in downtown Garden Grove. Free soda, free popcorn. It's going to be a great time. Of course, Dennis is going to be there, obviously, uh, to have a little conversation with you after the fact. But if you call us now at 800-227-5278, anybody who calls and asks for tickets is going to win them. Now, we have 100 seats in the theater. And the last time I spoke with the gals in the office at Wilson Financial yesterday, about uh, almost uh, one out of 20% of those tickets were gone. So the tickets are going fast. They are free. Call us here at 800-227-5278 for your tickets to see The Baby Boomer Dilemma. That's our special movie presentation on Saturday, January 21st, 800-227-5278. Or if it's easier, contact Wilson Financial Services directly. Uh, their number is 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. 800-696-9970. That's the number for Wilson Financial Services. You've you got to check this out. You know, we, we were talking about Supreme Court cases and how justices will sometimes look at uh, the legalities of uh, uh, what the laws say and try to make them fit their own political agenda. We heard from Steve Brown talking about how Christians have both, both joy and sorrow at our disposal, laughter and lament as part of our expressions of faith. And sometimes God takes us into a deeper understanding of him and our sanctification through lament then through the laughter. And then we see a disaster like the California flooding and wonder, God, where are you? It's okay to cry out to him in pain and realize that maybe, just maybe, the season you're in right now feels like a torrential downpour and flooding and earthquakes and what are you going to do about it? But it's in the flood of your tears that God often brings his greatest joy and his greatest relief and gives you that radical freedom that your heart and soul are looking for. That is the good news, and that's the bottom line. For our KCBC audience, enjoy the rest of your day, and Rabbi Schneider, Discovering the Jewish Jesus, is coming your way next. As we continue, Stephanie Cover, Cover Law is going to join me. We're going to talk about some of the new laws here in the People's Republic of California and how they could impact you, especially when you're driving. That's coming up next as the bottom line continues. Well, welcome back or welcome to this Everyone Wednesday. I always say that as we start the final half hour of the program because I know for we don't have the whole network on with us for this last uh, half hour segment, but it's usually because it's later in the day, it's drive time either in Colorado or San Diego or LA or wherever you're listening. So uh, if you are just getting off work, or maybe you were listening to another Christian radio program and, you wanna, and you've tuned into the Bottom Line Show. Welcome. By the way, we do stream the audio of this program at thebottomlineshow.com. We have a SoundCloud account where Tamara puts up, uh, Tamara Quimito, our producer, puts up the audio for each day's program, the entire broadcast. And then if there are any special interviews, like my conversation with Steve Brown earlier in the first hour of the program, that gets put up on its own. So interestingly enough, 
Um, I asked Stephanie Cover to join me today in studio, and she'll do so in just a moment. She's warming up in the bullpen. But uh, we, we're going to talk about, you know, New Year, of course, how the weather has impacted driving and how are uh, some of the laws that were passed uh, here in the People's Republic of California, um, how they're going to impact each of us as Christians and as well as, you know, being citizens. Here's an example. The Costa Mesa Sanitary District uh, talks about compliance with California Senate Bill 1383. As of January 1st, California residents required to separate their organic waste. Um, the, the whole point of the... See, now here's the thing. I, I get glass bottles, aluminum cans, metals, stuff that is recyclable being separated from regular trash. I get that. I know that a lot of people are trying to go the compost route, that type of stuff. But when you get to organic versus not organic, that's, well, it's interesting. Um, the idea is when they're trying to get to the point where we don't wind up producing greenhouse gases that make things worse in the environment, I, I completely understand that. According to uh, Costa Mesa uh, city officials, the Costa Mesa Sanitary District said, look, here's the deal. We're trying to re reduce statewide disposal of organic waste by 75%. Now, what is organic waste, you might ask? Well, food, for example, that's one of the big ones. There's 100 billion pounds of food that ends up in landfills in the U.S. every year. Food waste is not... Can I just stop for just a second here? 100 billion pounds of food is thrown away? I mean, I get it. If you buy a bunch of bananas and you go through six of them and the last one or the last two, you're not really good at making banana bread or whatever. I'm not. Lisa's great at it, but I, I don't do that well. And so you just you throw it away or that orange goes bad or those grapes kind of get funky or whatever. I, I get that. But do we really, as a nation, throw away 100 billion pounds of food every year? Can we put the climate just on hold for a second and ask the question, how many people in the United States would benefit from having 100 billion pounds of food? I, I'm gonna, I know we, we've tried to uh, present environmental solutions here on the Bottom Line Show over the past several years, and one of the big ones was the minimalist thing. We're not gonna have as much trash. You know, Can you get a quart-sized mason jar and that's all you throw away? I get that, but I wonder how many people would say, but I still throw away old food when it goes bad because, man, it smells awful in my refrigerator. Imagine how many people, how many hungry people could be fed, and I'm just, this is just a math problem, and no, I'm not launching a new initiative. Um, how many people could be fed with some of the 100 billion pounds of organic waste, food, that ends up in landfills every year in the U.S.? Intra okay, and here's the deal. Uh, if you've got an uh, organic recycling cart, or City of Costa Mesa does there. Here's how they encourage you to do it. Mixed waste is coffee beans or coffee grounds with tea and filters. Uh, compostable and brown paper bags, cooking oil and grease, dairy and bread, food-soiled paper, fruits and vegetables, meat and seafood, snack foods, flowers, leaves, grass clippings, pruning, etc. The other part of the equation is aluminum cans and other metal, cardboard, clean paper, wax-coated paper, food wrappers, meat and fish, fish bones, glass, palm fronds, pet waste, plastic, and styrofoam. 
That's how the separation is going to happen in the city of Costa Mesa anyway. 100 billion pounds of food waste gets wasted. And here's what happened. Once the landfills take on the food, the food scraps decompose and they produce methane. Now, there's been a lot of talk about lowering the carbon emissions, CO2, this, that, and the other thing. And quite frankly, a lot of that is just, it's, it's kind of a silly, pointless argument. I mean, if you look at basic, basic biology, what you find is that human beings take in oxygen and they emit CO2. So basically, there have been, you know, a lot of proposals. We have to have a CO2 tax. At least this suggestion does make a lot more sense. Apparently, methane gas or methane, which is one of the most powerful greenhouse gases, is 84 times more potent than CO2. (laughs) Wow. So for everyone who was trying to tax your breathing and your sweating and stuff like that, show them this statistic. Methane is way worse. Don't stop trying to tax the cows because they have flatulence issues. 84 times more potent is methane as a, you know, from decomposing food. The decomposition of organic waste makes up 20% of the state's methane emissions, contributing to significant environmental issues. Now, I don't know that you and me are creating that much methane if that much methane creates only 20% of the methane emissions, but this is a good place to start. So we're going to put this article up at thebottomlineshow.com if you're a Costa Mesa resident. In particular, you can thank your Costa Mesa Sanitation Department for putting this up. California Senate Bill 1823, and we'll give them a nice uh, little pat on the back as well for putting out this bill that says, as of January 1st, 2022, even they forgot to set their uh, calendars ahead, like most of us did if we're writing dates down the first couple weeks of the year. Hey, let's take a break, and when we continue, speaking of new laws and how people are impacted by driving in poor weather. Stephanie Cover is with us today here on The Bottom Line. She's warming up in the wings. She'll be joining me in studio coming up next to talk about some of the new laws, driving defensively in inclement weather, and how we can be better prepared when a personal injury accident comes our way. That's coming up next as The Bottom Line continues. You know the old expression, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, if you're an expectant mom and you go to a pregnancy health center that is in partnership with Preborn, one picture can say way more than that. And that picture I'm talking about is an ultrasound picture. Every donation that goes to Preborn goes to providing ultrasounds for women who are expecting children and they want to know what all of their options are. When you call 833-850-BABY right now, you give a gift of $28 that provides one ultrasound. But if you give a gift toward the purchase of an ultrasound machine, now that's a $15,000 investment, but every ultrasound machine can do 250 ultrasounds per year and lasts a minimum of 10 years. That's 2,500 ultrasounds available to women right now. Think of all the babies, thousands of babies' lives that will be saved by your donation to preborn right now. Call 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Make your best donation right now. $50, $100. Maybe you want to give $15,000. It's completely tax deductible. We've had a couple of bottom line listeners step up and do just that. 833-850-BABY. 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Call Preborn right now. 
Well, special guests joining me in studio today here on The Bottom Line, I'm Roger Marsh along with Stephanie Cover, the only personal injury attorney I've ever recommended here on the program and never will recommend again. Only Stephanie. That's it. Uh, <laughs> 877-214-4935. Stephanie with an F and Cover as in cover. You can also find her online at kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law. Stephanie Cover, Happy New Year and welcome to The Bottom Line. Happy New Year, Roger. Happy to be here. Well, New Year means new laws. And yes. there's a new, there's one new law in particular that I, I, I've been meaning to ask you about because I, I get these things all the time you know this is a, 16 new laws that impact California and 25 and whatever but there is one law that I think is going to confuse a lot of people because nobody really understood the law about it before they changed the law and that's with regard to jaywalking now the reason I bring this up with Stephanie here she's a personal injury attorney how many times has somebody been cutting across the street and they get hit by a car I mean I'm sure you've had a lot of cases like that First and foremost, Stephanie Cover, what exactly is jaywalking, and now what is the new law in California about it? Well, the the it, jaywalking would be uh, crossing at a diagonal mm-hmm. um, or against traffic, um, and the law says that they can cross in any manner, but but the they still have to, I believe, it'll be a reasonable man standard. You can't run diagonal when you see a car coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, for someone who's in a vehicle driving and they don't expect to see a person coming from a different side, mm-hmm. yeah. that can cause a lot of confusion. And uh, you just need to be aware of that mistake of law, meaning I didn't understand what the new law says, is no excuse and you're held responsible. I think a lot of people, myself included, I'll speak, I'll speak for everyone who thought jaywalking means... There's a pedestrian, you know, the two bars, crossing. you know, where you crosswalk, you can yes. walk, whether it's a flashing light, stop sign, stop light, the flashing hand, you know, we've all done that type of stuff. Um, if you're in that zone, you're gold. And if somebody hits you there, then that's on them. If you're outside of it, you're jaywalking and you're going to get a ticket. But the new jaywalking law is basically there is, it sounds like there's no more jaywalking. Correct. It, th- wow. I mean. I, there's I, still a reasonable man standard. Uh-huh. You can't. You can't be what they used to consider jaywalking if you're running in front of a car. Mm, right. You right. know, so you, it's just that people can cross at different angles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which causes a lot of confusion. Yeah. My son, Jake, who you have uh, helped out with some legal issues before in a case that didn't involve you, he's had more driving issues than all of our siblings put together. It just, he, he, there's always one in every family, and Jake was the one. Uh, at one point, he was down in Laguna Beach. He and his girlfriend were out for dinner. He made a right turn on a legal right turn. It was green light. And there was a woman who came out of a restaurant. And let's say she just had a little too much celebration coming on. Mm-hmm. And she, as they were, they had stopped, waited. They pulled into the street. And as they started to make the right turn onto the main road, all of a sudden they heard this thump. And this woman came crashing out of, you know, whatever. And so when the police officers came, she was cited uh, for a variety of different reasons. But jaywalking was one of the things because they had the reasonable right of way. And she walked right in front of them you know, outside the crosswalk and everything. And we all, we all understood that. It sounds like now, Stephanie Cover, that law still, that, that ruling would still be intact. I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't reasonable for him to think I should be watching for someone coming out of the bushes, basically, or down the stairs like that. Yeah, it, it hasn't been tested, so to speak. Right. But that's what my understanding is. It's still a reasonable man standard. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that, Trust me, when you contact Stephanie Cover with Cover Law at 877-214-4935, you've got to have her name and number in your contacts because there have been many law changes here at the start of 2023. 
And we know that you don't want to get caught not knowing what the law is. And I, I love the fact, Stephanie, that you said there's a reasonable man test. But at the same time, just because you don't know what the law is doesn't mean you can say, well, oops, I didn't know. My bad. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that's the thing. Right. You know, we've had some wild weather here at the start of 2023. And by wild weather, for everybody listening in, in Southern California, that means we had measurable rain. Um, of course, Northern California has really gotten hit hard these p- first few days of the of the year, and uh, all across the country, our Colorado listeners are hearing, you know, about snow and things like that. It seems to me, Stephanie, and I, I, again, I hope this isn't just because I've got more gray in my goatee. That it seems to me that when the weather does get like this, you find more and more people who drive more recklessly these days. Is that an accurate statement? Yes, I think it started primarily after COVID, mm, and. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a few people believe that to be true. Yeah. And the problem is when you have weather, which we're not used to in this area here, uh, where you get slippery roads or uh, rain you know, is thrown on your vehicle or you get fog, you need to be very careful. Yeah. And you need to follow the rules of the road and just drive very safe with a reasonable distance. But you see once in a while there's someone going back and forth, back and forth, trying to rush like they're late for mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. and um it can it can trigger something bad so yeah. you just got to be very aware of that person and be extra careful yourself and if you don't have to then don't go on the road yeah by by all means use use discretion use caution and part of that caution and discretion is making sure you have stephanie cover's name and number <laughs> in your contacts because trust me i know i speak from experience we're coming up on the fifth anniversary of me getting sideswiped on my way to church i mean literally going from one of our church campuses to the other and i'm in preacher mode and i just <laughs> preached at the nine o'clock service and i got to get over for the 10 o'clock at the other campus and I'm driving past a row there's a whole row of churches in this one area where I used to live in Laguna Hills and the guy coming out of the Calvary Chapel parking lot there just you know he he decided he was going to cut across three lanes of um, Moulton Parkway to get to the left turn lane because he always did that he wasn't looking for me I didn't see him because I mean I was in the left lane driving minding my own business going through my sermon notes and whatever and he literally tore the front end of my old Camry off. And he was a great guy. I mean, I appreciate the fact that, you know, as you told me afterwards, you said, look, you don't really have a case to file because everything's getting taken care of. And you got hit by an honest Christian. Yeah. But more and more what we're finding in the culture, and, and I, this is not anecdotal, but you're saying, I can see your eyes roll right now. You're finding more and more people who are getting involved in an accident. And maybe there's a police report, maybe there's not. But then when it comes time to actually filing the claim, the person who hit you says a totally different story. Talk then that that's a real thing. That's it's happening more and more, isn't it? Yes, more and more and more. Um people will be at a scene and say, Oh, I'm sorry, I take responsibility, they exchange information, and then people think, Oh, I, I'm I have to be to work or mm-hmm. I have an appointment or something. I don't really want to wait for a police officer because it will take a while. Um, and some places don't like to take a report if you say it's a non-injury. If mm-hmm. you're not sure, it's always better to say injury so yes. you have the report yes. and you can get checked by a doctor. Don't assume that you're healthy. Um, and then you once you get the police report, everything's written. And it, insurance companies pay a lot of attention to a police report. Mm-hmm. There's... Uh, unless there, it's, you know, extreme errors, like I've seen once, 
you know, mm. in the time that I've been working uh, with KBRT, um, they follow the police report. So if you don't have a police report and someone says, I'm at fault at the scene, and then you make a claim, and they said, no, you, you hit me. I didn't hit you. Uh, it's word against word. Right, right. And that's the thing. When you get the police involved, because in my case, I mean, we were we were fortunate. Um, got There's a Pete's Coffee right across the street from the church, and there were two police officers there having coffee. They heard the commotion. They got in their cars and drove out. And so we had a police report. And I can't tell you how grateful I was that we had the police report because yes. the officer, uh, one of the officers there, looked at the situation, looked at the buddy that I was there because I felt badly this was his dream car and he had basically totaled it. And I felt badly for him because mine was not. It was an old clunker, you know, that I was, it was, it was a beater as they say, <laughs> and it got beaten and I wound up with a new car out of it. Not entirely. I had to pay for the new car, but I mean, I, it, they totaled my other one, but it was so helpful to have the police officer there giving us an accident report, telling what happened, and even going so far as to tell the guy, he said, based on my preliminary you know, thing right here, Mr. Jones, you're at fault. You know, And, and we, we had it all clear right there. It was in the police report. This driver pulled out here and hit that driver. I can only imagine what would have happened if it was my him and I said, well, I'm a Christian and you're a Christian and we're fine. We're good. And then they go to file their claim. And next thing you know, he's telling the, you know, the insurance company, I was doing 80 miles an hour and I was swerving all over the place and I ran into him. And, you know, not always the evidence, there's not always the evidence there that will tell the story. Yeah. And when, when you get into um, a case where it ends up being towards litigation, mm-hmm. um, they may look, the police officer writes where the property damage uh, was, where you were located, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, any any people, any witnesses, all that information. And um, many times it's so important to take a picture. Yes. Because a picture can show by the dent uh, who caused the impact. I still have pictures, by oh. the way. I mean, I was in a state of shock when it happened, but the first thing I said was, got off the phone, called you called Lisa, called the church and said, I won't be there. And then I just started taking pictures. And I'm not a good photographer by any stretch. Ask my wife. I'm not a good photographer. But I still have those pictures of my phone. Here's the side of my car. Here's the front of his car. Here's him handing me the insurance. I just took, I took pictures of anything I thought would be germane to the case. And I'm glad I have that record. And a lot of people, when you get in that moment, you're just thinking, am I hurt? Or Who knows what you're thinking right. at that moment? You're in shock. Um, orthopedic surgeons may say some that it takes up to 72 hours to feel an injury. Mm-hmm. And so you may not know, and that may be an honest result, or you might just be in shock and you can't analyze it. Right. So right. you take a picture of the damage, you take a picture of their title, you take a picture of their driver's license, you know, their insurance card, just everything that you can. And you most certainly also have a police report because that is the best way to protect yourself yes. later on. Yes. And then you know if you're well or not and whether it's just a property damage claim or not, but you think you're not fighting someone um, for something that you know right. uh, was righteously their fault. Absolutely. Stephanie Cover with me in studio today here on The Bottom Line. I'm Roger Varsh. We're talking about inclement weather. We're talking about what happens if you get into an accident. Should you file a police report? The answer is absolutely. At least call the police and let them know what's going on. See if you can get a police report and understand the more information you bring from the accident, uh, whether it's a slip and fall, whether it's a car crash, whether it's whatever it is, the more information you get in that initial moment, the better. 
and then following up on the medical treatment, which Stephanie preaches uh, often and with great passion. You have to go to the doctor. You've got to go to those appointments, even if it means taking a day off of work or do what you need to do. If you don't have Stephanie Cover's name and number in your phone contacts right now, why not? That's all I, I mean, with the way the weather started out in 2023, <laughs> there's no excuse for you to not have 877-214-4935 in your contacts. Stephanie has an F and Cover is spelled like cover. That's why I always say Stephanie with an F and Cover as in cover. 877-214-4935. If it's easier, go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law, and you can start the process there. Stephanie gets alerted. We notify her. You can start the whole process, even if you haven't had a case, just so people know you're listening to K-Bright. And if you are wanting you know, needing legal attention, you can get so. Stephanie, we've got about 60 seconds left in our conversation right now. Uh, what is your encouragement to our listeners with everything that's going on spiritually, politically, you know, uh, and, and also legally, too, um, I love your insights, you know, with regard to what's happening <laughs> happening in the world. What, what What is your prayer for our listeners? Well, God is truth, and mm-hmm. truth will be revealed. And if you look at history in the Bible, you see that God lets people make their choices and make correct choices or their mistakes. And then he comes to a point in time where he has judgment. Yes. So I believe the people who are in the Lord— um, will be protected because of his love for his children yes. and those who aren't um, children of God and they made that choice and they're doing things to hurt other people, um, they will face the Lord's judgment. Amen. Amen. Well, and that's spoken as someone who literally speaks as an advocate in the legal system, but understanding the spiritual side of everything that's going on too. And, and we'll, in a, sub, a later conversation, I'd love to get into how the legal system has changed. You've had to learn so much about personal injury law. The laws have changed, rules have changed. Attorneys have gotten more a lot, a lot more aggressive. Yeah. And uh, that's that's for another conversation. But uh, I, I'm always grateful for your spiritual insight. When you get into a personal injury case, having somebody who knows the law but also knows the Lord is it's paramount. And that's why I recommend Stephanie Cover and have for years. 877-214-4935 or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law. Stephanie Cover, always a pleasure. Thanks for being with us today here on The Bottom Line. Thank you, Roger, for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Happy New Year. Well, it's always great to have Stephanie in the studio, and I mention this every time she's in. Um, I won't recommend another personal injury attorney. There, bar none, Jim and Stephanie Cover do the best work possible. Jim with contractual law, Stephanie with personal injury law. 877-214-4935. Make sure you have her name and number in your contact. Stephanie with an F, Cover as in cover. 877-214-4935 or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Cover Law. Some final thoughts in just a moment as the bottom line continues. Well, Dennis Wilson is with me today here on the bottom line. I'm Roger Marsh, 800-696-9970 or go to wilson-financial.com. There are a lot of people who have been really taking a bath when it comes to stocks this year, stock market off 25% in some segments, but yet you have a new program that's really designed to help somebody in that situation earn some of that loss back. It's obviously designed to do exactly that. It's a very limited offer on a 16% guaranteed return on your account in an account that in the next two years can never go down. It is a great vehicle to help people who have lost money because of the way the market is. But there is a time limit, is there not, Dennis Wilson? People have to act now. The 4th of January, you have an additional, I think, 30 or 60 days to get the funds in because some of these IRA accounts take a while to move. But yes, the initial application and declaration that you want to start the account needs to be signed by 1-4-23. 
Well, this is a golden opportunity. Go to wilson-financial.com, 800-696-9970, or go to kbrightradio.com forward slash Wilson Financial. Welcome back to the Bottom Line Show. I'm Roger Marshall. My thanks again to Stephanie Cover for stopping by today, knowing that the weather has been kind of funky of late and it's not always easy to drive. Uh, she's got a bit of a commute to get to the K-Bright Studios, but so always glad to have her here. Um, 877-214-4935. When you get involved in a personal injury case, it's not a question of if anymore, it's a question of when. And understanding that you need to have an advocate on your side who speaks your language as a Christian but also knows the laws, the laws that have changed radically just in the past three years. The laws and the legal system that has gotten far more litigious, as a matter of fact, or litiguous, uh, as a matter of fact, to get the idea that their attorneys are even becoming a lot more brazen in their pursuit of large claims. And, you know, and, and, and there's such an onus on you as the uh, the uh, either the defendant or the plaintiff in the case that uh, to prove what you need to prove and uh, show the medical paperwork and all that stuff it really is arduous but it's something it's navigable uh, and a lot of bottom line listeners a lot of K-Bright listeners over the years have benefited from Stephanie's counsel and have prevailed in their cases most times without having to go to court so uh, make sure you have Stephanie Cover's name and number in your contacts Stephanie with an F Cover as in cover 877-214-4935 and uh, make sure that you let her know that you heard our conversation today here on the bottom line uh, it's amazing how we as christians oftentimes will look at the laws of the land and say they're unjust that we try to speak up against them and rally around them and they kind of start consuming us after a while you know the we need to make sure that the military is protected or the police officers or the athletes or the indigenous peoples or whatever and sometimes i think we could take our eye off the ball god has given us in his word instructions for loving him loving others going into all the world and preaching the gospel but we have to remember first and foremost that all of these other laws pale in comparison to the fact that we as christians are sinful fallen people who live in a sinful fallen world who have been redeemed our sins have been forgiven and when you get right down to it, I saw a great meme the other day. It was a picture of the Titanic, and it said, you know, when the Titanic was going down, there were people from all different categories. There were the super wealthy all the way down to the steerage people at the bottom of the boat. That's when the boat was going down. But once they got to the States, they hit Ellis Island, and they came to, you know, be identified. There were only two categories of people, and that was the lost and the saved. When you get right down to it, brothers and sisters, Regardless of how much money you make or what job you have or where you live or whatever, at, when the role is called up yonder, there are only two categories of people, the lost and the saved. And the question is, in which category do you find yourself? That's the good news, and that's the bottom line.